Hi, everybody. This is Jessica, and I'm here today with Kate Sweeney. We're very excited to have an interview, and we're going to be talking about Kate's life, and also she's teaching an upcoming workshop called Writing for Mothers, Rediscovering Self in Motherhood Through Creative Practice. Uh, thank you for coming here with me today. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So quick introduction, Kate's life and career has been a really rich and varied path, all having to do with words, communication, expression, sounds. She's a musician, songwriter. She's been in the band Magic Magic Roses and July. Um, like I said, she's a writer, writes the songs, plays guitar. And she also has written two YA novels. A third is coming out next summer. Uh, let's see, she's currently working on an interesting project I can't wait to get into. And if you want to follow her, her substack is called Diary of a Lifelong Space Cadet. So yeah, thanks again for being here. And um, let's jump in. Um, my first question for you is, what are you working on right now? All right. Um, I am working on quite a few things right now, which is kind of often my style. Um, I like to have a few different projects going on at any given time. Um, so the one thing that I'm working on is um, just finishing up my third young adult novel, uh, which is called This Is Not A Dead Girl Story. Um, and that's coming out next summer. So I'm going to be moving into just like copy edits, word level kind of stuff on that. Um, and then... I'm working on an adult novel that doesn't have a title yet. Still thinking about it. Um, and yeah, it's about a mother. Um, as you can tell, I'm having a real interest in moms right now. Um, and she, it starts, the book starts with her husband kind of, um, sneak attack requesting to open their marriage at a couple's therapy session. Um, and it kind of follows her adventure. She's also a lawyer and she kind of gets sucked into this, like defending this kind of MAGA type of situation. And um, she uh, starts running and becomes obsessed with the um, – voice on her running app who's <laughs> <laughs> and like the vibe of him kind of like sexily telling her what to do like I know you want to run hard right now but I'm not gonna let you type yeah. of thing <laughs> um, and kind of gets pulled into this BDSM affair uh anyway so it's <laughs> really fun to work on obviously um and kind like really different after this young adult phase that I've been in. Um, mm -hmm. And then I'm also have been kind of excited. I started a sub stack a few months ago and I feel like that's really getting rolling. Um, so that's kind of like a early 2000s like Dear Diary blog mm -hmm. type, type of vibe. Um, lots of, you know, juicy sharing about my life, which is kind of my thing for whatever weird reason. Um, so if you want to follow me there, it's a diary of a lifelong space cadet. 
Uh, and also I've been kind of trying to get back into music and just playing around writing a few half songs. Um, so yeah, you might be wondering, how am I doing all of that as a mom? Um, <laughs> so come to the class and you'll find out. Awesome. Amazing. I can't wait to read your book. I I love the switch to from YA to what a, a novel for adults, I guess. It's like has that almost like a kink or something that feels very relatable at this moment in my life, being a 40-year-old mother and, you know, <laughs> dealing with technology and uh, desire and all this stuff. I, I'm very excited. <laughs> I think that there's something really interesting in like becoming a 40 year old mom especially for people who grew up in the 80s and 90s and realizing that you are still a sexual being mm -hmm. and that there's like mm -hmm. you have a lifetime of exploration and possibility ahead of you you know it's not i think that like what we saw in the media was like you just turn into this kind of two-dimensional character with like an ugly haircut and weird clothes <laughs> and um it doesn't have to be like that you know it's not like that amen and amen yeah that's all i hope for is that i can still like be as weird as i want to be or i don't know change like there's still room for lots of expression and for things to happen and surprises and for things to be weird as weird as uh you know they can be yeah <laughs> in, hell in yeah <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so I have another question for you. Um, especially since you are finding this new interest in music in your life, uh, what music or even what kind of, what writing has inspired you and maybe even changed your life? Um, like I'm imagining maybe a song that you heard that influenced the music that you made or, or inspired you with your writing practice. Yeah, so it's really interesting. Um, I kind of grew up listening to, you know, like Neil Young, Tom Petty, Bruce Springsteen, like all of, like my dad was kind of the one that I think of as bringing music into our house. And I love that music. It's like um, really deep in my heart. Um, and a few years ago, though, I went to this art thing in San Francisco, and I'm not going to remember what it is, but maybe we can find it uh, and put it in the notes. Um, but it was, um, the artist had kind of taken over this building in the mission and had women like with guitars or people like in different areas playing um, these kind of classic rock songs from the 70s and like <laughs> portraying and like in a way that made you realize like how fucked up all of the lyrics are mm. <laughs> and how it's all like, yeah, little girl, like you're gonna, you know, like just these absolutely fucked up messages that we were getting about like sexuality and how to be in the world. Um, and so since then I've kind of been in a state of being a little like freaked out about music and like, mm -hmm all of what I've consumed. Um, but I am still really inspired by all of that. Um, recently, I've been feeling really into Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> You're a yeah, Swifty. Just, I'm, yeah, I'm a Swifty. I'm going to own that shit. Um, so, 
yeah, just her songs are, they just have the right kind of like anger for me. And like, you know, <laughs> they really kind of support that sort of waking up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I also love um, writing and poetry. I would say um, the author who has most inspired me to become a writer is Toni Morrison. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, that was the first writer that I read and was like, I want to make something like this. Like this is astonishingly beautiful. Um, and then also um, I love Mary Oliver. Also, I mean, yeah, I love Mary Oliver. I was gonna say she's basic, but she's not. It's just that like, she's so good that many people love her. Yeah, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I keep a collection of her poetry on my desk and uh, a really good little trick is when I feel stuck or uninspired, I just pull it out and read a poem. It's mm-hmm. like so quick and easy to do, and it always kind of gets the creativity flowing again. Amazing. Oh, love that. Cool. I love the thought of keeping a book that you love or like Mary Oliver's poems just close by. Like that's such a, even just as like a talisman on your desk. And then, yeah, when you need help, she's right there to help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's cool. Um, awesome. Well, maybe we'll play a little Taylor Swift clip of something that you're feeling especially excited about Yes, please. at some point. Okay. Yeah. We're going to make that happen. Um, uh, let's see. Okay. So when you and I were talking about teaching a class right away, you knew you wanted to do a creative writing class for mothers and it made me really excited. And I've been curious ever since what, what made you know, that answer so quickly and what what was the thought behind it yeah um so being an artist for me having a kid was pretty traumatic actually I would say um right after I got pregnant um my bandmate and I from my like not my first band, but my, the band of my life, Magic Magic Roses. Um, We went to Seattle to record an album and it was, we were like sleeping on couches. They had like rabbits in the house where we were recording, just like (laughs) bouncing around and smelling. And like, I felt so fucking sick and terrible. And I had been looking forward to making this record for so long. And um, afterward, I just couldn't listen to it. Mm. And actually, I couldn't listen to music for my entire pregnancy, which was scary because I'm a musician. Wow. Um, And I think that was kind of like a weird harbinger. Is that how you pronounce that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't know. Yes. I read it. (laughs) um, Yeah. I mean, I feel like being a mother, it's like, there's like a violence to your selfhood and to your um to your creative self to so many deep parts of you that just are terrifyingly gone for a long time um and you do you know you get a baby and a child which is wonderful in its way but you know i don't think i was prepared for how hard that was going to be and how I just felt like I was like underwater for really two years. It was two years of just deep 
loss and like depression and mm-hmm. um and then i some i don't even know i somehow came across the book uh the artist's way mm-hmm. and i'm like a real i love a class i love a self-help book i will throw myself into that shit um so i did that <laughs> and i feel like it really changed my life um and, and I was able- and what was that? Is it the morning pages? Like what was that process like? It was the I still do morning pages. Mm-hmm. Um so it was definitely the morning pages, but just so many of the there's are a lot of activities and um I think also the biggest part of it and I don't want to spoil the class, but is I'm not a religious person and I don't think you need to be religious. Um, But I think just giving yourself permission to believe that the world wants and needs you to make your art Mm -hmm. um, and that there's a place for you just was really profound for me. And um, especially because when you're a mother, it's like you're only, you know, when we think of the archetype of mother or not the archetype, but like the archetype as it's been mutilated through culture. Sure. It's like you're, you only exist as a mother. Um, so remembering uh, my purpose was just really incredible for me. So I want, and I know so many people who are going through this or who have gone through this and um it's so hard and i want i'm excited to like create a community where we can help each other Mm -hmm. yes well the funny thing before i became a mom nobody really told me what was coming and my sim it was similar for me like at some point you know i was like a year in motherhood and someone said to me being a mother is you learn how to breathe underwater and then you have to keep breathing underwater forever. And I was like, that's what's happening. I'm learning how to breathe underwater. Like it's that that feeling where you're just completely submerged. You're just like trying to figure out how to, I don't know, grow gills or something. But yeah, the thought of having a community where we all come together and we can talk about it and also find ways to like celebrate successes and find pathways and just witness each other's paths as creative like sometimes sensey people and i don't know i agree like tuning into the universe or just finding like purpose it all sounds good to me (laughs) yeah me too i'm excited and honestly i don't have that much of a irl writing community Mm -hmm. um in the bay area so i'm excited that hopefully um we can all discover that I'm so excited too. And when you and I were chatting, we talked about an exercise for for creative people, for anyone to start a new practice. And actually this is a cool moment to to talk about this because it is a new moon right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, for those like woo people out there, it is a nice time to start something new or sow seeds or consider a new way of doing things even. So um do you want to get into an exercise for for our creative writing folks or maybe even for anybody 
to to look into? Yeah, so um, I do. I think that this kind of goes with that idea of kind of becoming aware of and honoring the idea that the world needs your art. Um, so if you want to do the class or if not, if you just want to start writing, open yourself up creatively again, uh, the first assignment is to find a notebook and a pen or pencil, um, kind of whatever calls to you uh, in this department. I mean, one of my favorite things to do in the entire world is to like go to a store with notebooks and touch them and all of that. Um, yeah. Payne Stationery in Albany is like my most favorite place to go. Um, so is that on Solano? Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Old school. I love yeah. that place. Just the smell of it. Mm, it's so good. So, um, yeah, and this is a place, this is a moment, if you can, to not be stingy with yourself, um, to find something that you love and to allow yourself to have that because it is an important part of your work and your work is important. Yes. Um, so find any kind of notebook that feels good to you. That feels incredible to you. Uh, and then the second part is to create some kind of ritual to um, like bless the notebook or um, make it sacred, whatever that means to you. You know, even if you don't believe in God, um, Ritual can have really powerful effects on your brain and your subconscious. Um, and it's a really important, I, I believe, in writing and creating to have these rituals. So, um, yeah, spend some time, put aside some time to, to sit and think about a ritual that you would like to do for the start of this journey and to make your notebook and your pen sacred. Um, some basic things you can um, clear previous energies by um, putting them in a Ziploc bag, burying them in your backyard for 24 hours, mm. or sprinkling salt on them for 24 hours. Um, if you want, you don't have to, um, but that's a great way to kind of like clear out any energy that's not yours. And then, um, and then you can bless your notebook. You can do that with your breath by breathing on it um by you can make a blessing oil with like a little water a little essential oil you bless that with your breath and then that, you can use that to bless other things um you don't have to do that you can say some words you can burn you can also cleanse things with incense so um you know kind of waft the smoke over there are many things that you can do there's no right way you know, any belief of like a right or a wrong way to do these things, in my opinion, is like patriarchal. So um, sure. yeah. make it your own, uh, make it special. Um, but the point is taking time and space to be intentional and to like give this to yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Amazing. I mean, it is really incredible to think about creating a lasting practice and even visualizing what that would look like and carving out space and then having that ritual. I mean, I love the idea of material objects in this world that can kind of uh, help with, you know, bringing in ideas or a practice or something that really just like makes change, like lasting change, right? See change. Um, so it's so cool to think about buying like a physical book full of empty pages and then it's like, what's going to go in there? I mean, the sky's the limit, right? It's just up to us. Like, um, how how big can we dream? <laughs> yeah. I mean, in all of that, it's just the best kind of magic. And, um, yeah. and even if it doesn't work out exactly the way that you intend or you don't keep the practice exactly the way that you are, like it will change something in you that will go on to change other things. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And sometimes that stuff's subtle, right? It's like yeah. the butterfly wing effect, whatever. But yeah, I think it all matters. It's all cool. And the act of gathering, like we're all sort of um, held accountable to each other or, you know, we celebrate each other, like holding witness. I love that stuff. And the thought of gathering at uh, Linda's shop yonder in SF, it's a beautiful space mm-hmm. full of sculpture and canvas tables to set at. I worked with ceramics, so I love a ceramic studio. Cute shop in the front with like mugs and candles and stuff. It's just like the perfect container for people to gather and like try stuff out. Like get out of your comfort zone, get back into it, whatever, like share. It's going to be great. And I'm excited to see like you work your magic with the ambiance. I know that's going to be pretty great. <laughs> it's going to be great. I can't wait. An open yeah. mic night. Mm-hmm. I mean, I used to do a lot of creative creative writing classes in New York. And the open mic night, it's so buzzy. And I get so nervous. And it's really fun. And I like dressing up. I don't really dress up, you know, once in a blue moon. Mm-hmm. But um, We are moms. We are moms. Yeah. I, I, got, I got heels at home. I just, they're like a little dusty. Yeah. <laughs> So um, I'm really excited for all this, and I cannot wait for everyone to join in. Um, So if you want to sign up for this workshop, you can go to honeyhoney.co, and that's H-O-N-E-Y-H-O-N-E-Y dot C-O, and it's under the classes. Um, And then also, as we said before, um, Kate's substack is Diary of a Lifelong Space Cadet, and she'll be writing about this as well. Um, Which leads me to ask, uh, how can your fans follow you and keep up with what you're doing? And when you'll release your new book, it sounds like you've got a book coming out soon, and then the other book that you're working on now, right? Um, So is there anything else you want to share? Yeah, um, so the two main places that I hang out online, the two main places that I hang out online are um, Instagram, and my name over there is Kate Sweeney Writes. And also on Substack, as you said, Diary of a Lifelong Space Cadet. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to see your new work and to follow along. And hopefully we'll see all of you at Yonder Space for this creative writing workshop. And um, yeah, thanks so much. Thank you.